0: Good afternoon Packers fans, Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels across the street from Lambeau Field. That's right, I'm in Green Bay, ready for our event on Saturday in Milwaukee. If you're in the Milwaukee area, I really hope you can join Corey and myself at Scout Wine Merchants in Shorewood. that Saturday, 24th of September from 5 to 8 p.m. We'll be launching Carry the G. They'll have Carry the G on tap. In cans, they'll have a food truck. There'll be music. Corey and I will be there. Joe from Gathering Place, the folks who are brewing the beer, he'll be there. It's going to be a lot of fun, people. I really, really hope you can join us. Hope you're all doing well. The Packers back on the practice field this afternoon with a whole litany of guys dealing with stuff injury-wise. David Bakhtiari was out there. So everyone can keep asking, Matt, is Bakhtiari going to practice and or play? Man, I just keep coming back to one simple rule. With no expectations comes no limitations. If I wake up on Sunday morning, arising to the sun and thinking, "Hmm, will the Packers win down in Tampa today? Will their all-pro left tackle be stepping onto the field?" I will find out sooner or later. Christmas will come, the presents will be opened. Can we just stop asking? Can we stop asking about it every single day, taking the temperature? I understand it's a big story, but at this point, when he's out there we will all know. There's no reason to keep asking about it. It's just driving me insane. It's driving me insane. And I think it's driving Coach a little insane too. He seemed pretty down in his dower in his press conference today. We gotta get Matt up. We gotta get Coach hyped. Not beating him down with these insane question every single fucking day. I jest a little bit. And it is annoying, but I understand asking about it is some people's jobs and they got to do it. And I understand that I'm not sitting here like ripping on the local media because I get they have a job to do. But every day, every single fucking day seems a bit much, seems a bit much. Hello to everybody in the comment section. Good to see everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Brandy's here. Of course, Brandy's here. Got a bunch of super chats already lined up. What's going on, folks? Ryan, thanks for the super chat, man. Hey, Nags, can you remind Corey that Reggie came to Green Bay? Favre was a major reason why he signed with Green Bay. And if Terrell Davis got into the Hall of Fame after a short career, then Sharp deserves to get in. Ryan, I like how you got your money's worth there. Lots of points made. Um, Yes, 1,000%. I've talked about it a million times. I made a whole video about how Sterling Sharp should be in um, and comparing him to other guys who are in the Hall who had longer careers and didn't put up his numbers. Uh, but yes, 1,000%, Sterling Sharp should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, as for Corey, yeah, I didn't want to interrupt him during transplants when he was talking about, you know, I was in the flow of the thing that I was talking about regarding Favre, and I didn't want to sidetrack and have that argument. But, yes, I very much agree with you and remember Reggie talking about how important Brett Favre was when he made the decision to sign with Green Bay. And, yes, of course, they offered him a ton of money. I'm not dismissing that fact. But Brett was certainly part of the equation. Justin, thank you for the super chat. With Favre being in the news lately, it got me thinking about stories I've heard about Favre and Chewy partying at various bars around Wisconsin. Heard they even got kicked out of a strip club in Hayward. I don't know anything about that, but I certainly was there at the filling station on Tuesday nights back in the Three Amigos days. And All I know is it's a really good thing for everyone involved that social media and camera phones didn't exist back then. And that's all I can say about that. Uh, uncultured, thanks to the Super Chat. Afternoon, Nags. Today's jams are Mississippi Queen by Mountain and Life During Wartime by Talking Heads. Nice view behind you, Nags. Yeah, it never gets old. It never gets old. It's pretty dope to just be able to Come over to the banky household and take in a gorgeous view of Lambeau Field. No doubt about it. Um, by the way, life during during wartime is awesome. Ed Pierce, thanks to Super Chat, can no longer listen to Wayne and Larry because News Station has greatly increased the delay between TV and radio. Just fucking sucks. Just pause your TV, buddy. It's a tried and true method. Just uh, hit pause on your television for a couple seconds and line her up. Easily done. Uh, Rick, thank you for the super chat. How long are you in green Bay going to the Patriots game? I am not. It's kind of funny because I'm here for two events. There's an event tonight for live X here in green Bay. And then I'm here for the event, uh, in Milwaukee on Saturday for cheesehead TV. And then doing watch party with Corey here in green Bay while the Packers are in Tampa. And then I fly back on Tuesday. So yeah, the events just happen to coincide with an away game, which kind of sucks. I'd love to be here for a home game, obviously, but Nope. Uh, I'll be, I'll be back in New York next week. Adam, thank you for the super chat stack the box, stop Fournette two and one and onward. (laughs) Oh, Adam, if it were only that simple. I mean, obviously Fournette is a major component to what the bucks are going to want to do on Sunday. You know, they're, they're down. I mean, we talk about all the injuries the Packers are dealing with at wide receiver, whether it's Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson, both having hamstring injuries they're dealing with. Randall Cobb is sick. Um, you know, Alan Lazard still dealing with that ankle injury. I mean, they are banged up at wide receiver, um, to the point where they, they had released Travis Fulham and they literally brought him back a day later, uh, because I, I would suspect because they need bodies just to get through practice. Um, but yeah, with, with the Buccaneers, you know, obviously they've signed Cole Beasley. They wanted to get a veteran presence there. I'm, I'm sure Tom kind of stumped for that to happen. Um they are going to want to run the football. And they have done so effectively so far. And Fournette is a battering ram. And if they can get the Packers to have to commit bodies, don't think it matters much who those wide receivers are going to be. If they can get one-on-one and work open, Tom's going to find them. So, yeah, Fournette's a big, big, big component to whatever happens on Sunday afternoon, no doubt about it. Jake, thank you for the super chat. Where in Appleton is carry the G? Uh, if you look on the website, I'll actually look for you right now. This is compelling content. If you go on our homepage and hit the carry the G link and you go down kind of scroll halfway down, it says Green Bay Fox Valley. It'll show you the places that should have it. And now they should be back in stock this week. I know we were sold out uh, leading up to the game this weekend, but I do know that festival was supposed to have them as of Monday. uh, And that's including in Appleton uh, on Northland. And then the other spot in Appleton is Woodman's. In Appleton should have it back by now, I believe. Uh, we will see. Um, but those are the two spots in Appleton you can get it at the moment. Um, and most of the festival foods in the area will should have it this week. Faraz, thanks for the super chat. When do we call Jordy? Too many wide receivers out. They're never calling Jordy. Just stop. What is this? Is this Jason Wildey's burner? No, they are not calling Jordy Nelson. And look, you know, injuries are part of the, part of the gig, man. You know? You just uh, devise ways to get the running back split out wide, use the tight ends in the slot, and away they go. It ain't about wide receivers. It's about five eligibles. Wide receivers, golden retrievers, a family of beavers, don't care. The Packers, all right, maybe they're not putting up 30, but they're going to win the game without the wide receivers. There you go. How's that? How'd I do? Uh, Uncultured again. What's up, man? Thanks. I watched some vids from Joey and Big B this morning. Those kids are far less profane than I was at that age. Good quality vids from those two. Oh, it's wholesome content, no doubt about it. Give it a few years, a couple, you know, more seasons as content creators under their belt. The chipping away of their sunny disposition will undoubtedly, you know, come to the fore. You know, spending every day on Twitter is going to do that to everybody, especially young minds such as theirs. And I suspect, you know, three, four more years. They'll be just as profane as everybody else on the internet. <coughs> uh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? Illinois, thanks for checking out the stream on Twitch, man. Dave, thank you for the super chat. I've heard the Packers are running a lot of pin and pull. What is, what is that, and is it likely to work against Tampa? Uh, it's a run concept. Um, you pull one of your linemen and pin them against the edge, so to speak, um, where – Typically, a defensive end is crashing down, thinking he's got space because you've left him alone, and somebody comes and gives him a whap. Um, but do I think it'll work against Tampa? Whew, they're awfully athletic and awfully quick. We, I suspect, we'll see a little bit of it, um, especially off their zone runs. But we'll see. Not trying to jinx anything, but who needs receivers when you have Aaron Jones and Zach Tom Bombadil? <laughs> and Zach's probably not even going to play, but. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll be a true presence on the sideline, no doubt about it. Uh hi Aaron. Amon is the best running back that I have been able to witness in a Packers uniform. I feel that Jonesy could surpass that. Do you second my emotion? Um yeah, I mean if you're looking at pure production, if he stays in a Packers uniform, which you know, after this season is no given, um he could challenge Amon numbers wise. I think they're uh, they're a little different though as far as style of backs. I mean Amon was such a physical runner, um, and what he was amazing at was no matter when you hit him or where you hit him, he was always getting extra yardage after he got, hurt, after he got hit. Um, clearly, you know, the fumble thing was very real and an issue, but the guy was so productive, it really didn't matter. Um, yeah, I, I, Aaron Jones is just a different kind of back, and it's Aaron Jones would probably acquiesce to the idea that, you know, he would, I don't think would ever be kind of the featured workhorse type back that Amon was. A lot of that is due to the type of league that, you know, that he plays in comparative to when Amon played. I just think, you know, you you think about those, that stretch of games in 2003 when Brett broke his thumb and the entire place knew they were running the ball and where they were running it and it didn't matter. And a lot of that obviously was on the line, but some of it was Amon as well. You know, I think Aaron's talented as hell, and there's no doubt that he's going to have production and put up tons of numbers. But I don't know if he's that type of back, you know. Now, that doesn't mean he's not physical. He's, well, he certainly is. I think he's probably underappreciated in that aspect of his game, but I don't think he could be used used the same way Amon was. But vice versa. I mean, you know, there are things that Aaron does, especially out in, out in space as a slasher that Amon couldn't do. So, um, but yeah, I think both of them are excellent and somewhat, products of their time is how I would sum that up. Does Yash have experience at right tackle? I'm curious if we'll move everyone around on the O-line when Bakhtiari comes back. I know this has been talked about a bit. um, Not a lot. I know he played some in college, but at the pros, he's been almost strictly left. And I know, they, I think they dabbled with it a little bit this off season, but every real quote, you know, team rep he's taken since training camp started has been on the left side. So I'd be surprised if they made that kind of jump. But you never know. Desperate times. Green Bay should claim Cole Beasley off the Buccaneers practice squad just for a competitive advantage on Sunday. Oh, that'd be fun. Of course, you have to, you know, they have to agree. You know, you can't just do it. Um, The the player can say no. You know, he's signing because you're signing a contract. Well, 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 how are you doing, Mr. Nagler? Well, 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 Porkmaster, we meet again. Hope you're doing well, man. Good to see you. You're too much of a stranger these days. I mean, there was a there was a time on these here chats and the Cheesehead TV watch parties where the name Porkmaster meant something. It was a steadying presence. Someone we could all count on was there week after week. But no more. Porkmaster, you've become a bit of a stranger. I don't like it, man. I don't like it. Soda, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Corrupted Max. Got him to blow off work for this. (laughs) (coughs) Soder, Come on, buddy. Trying to be a positive influence on the community here. Uh, Why haven't we we used Wyatt yet? He seems to be a good run defensive player. Uh, Hector, they did a little bit in week one. Didn't see a whole lot of him in week two. But um, patience. He'll get out there. Still very, very raw. Very young. And they like the guys that they have in front of him. He'll he'll be coming along and he'll undoubtedly get thrown into the mix as the year goes on. But it'll be a bit, I would think. Mm-hmm. I will be in Portugal for the next ten days, so I need to find a way to watch my Packers. Oh, Jesse. That's uh that sounds like a sounds like a Herculean task, but I will say, I'm sure the internet will help you out. I can't say anything, obviously, here, but Uh, I believe ways exist. And also, shout out, man. That's awesome. You're going to Portugal and you're still going to be watching the pack. That's dope. Nags, I want some new defensive twists this weekend starting to get stale. Brandy, I wouldn't hold my breath. The book on, you know, playing superstar, especially goat quarterbacks, is you got to play coverage, man. You blitz them. And yeah, it's great when you get home and if you get home, but they've seen everything under the sun and you start sending blitzes. You start trying to get exotic and they pretty much know where to go with the ball, where their outlet is, where the pressure points are, where to the hot read is, you know, um, you know who used to do a pretty damn good job of that uh, was Mike Pettin back when he was Jets coordinator. As far as keeping Tom off balance, and more recently, Dennis Allen's done a really good job of that down in New Orleans. Um, now, obviously, this last game was a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of an outlier with that fight in the fourth quarter, but um, overall, Allen in New Orleans has done a really good job of. Just doing enough to keep Tom off balance. And to me, what I love about both of their defensive approaches against Brady was it's so obvious. Everyone talks about you got to get to him. Got to get the interior pressure right. Don't let him step up is always kind of the, the drum that gets beat leading up to a game against Brady. And that's so true. But it's not just that. It's never letting him get settled into, oh, this is what they're doing situationally, you know. Too many teams get into, okay, well, this is our stuff and we're gonna run it. And you know, Tom's seen your stuff. Tom knows your stuff probably better than some of the guys he's playing against. So the ability to keep him just a bit off kilter and kind of start to maybe question, okay, wait, are they rolling that safety? Or is that guy coming or going? Or, you know, because you never have the same look twice, that's that can be effective. Now you still gotta win up front, you still gotta play your fundamentals, you still gotta, you know succeed at what you're attempting to do but those are the approaches and a physicality comes with that that you know up till now these first two weeks I haven't really seen from the packers maybe it they flipped the switch i don't know but uh, sadly i'm not holding my breath on that one uh here we go we got a bunch more super chats saswat probably butchered your name sorry man thank you for the super chat First time I've managed to catch you live, Nags. Just want to say thanks for all you do. You keep me sane during the preseason and regular season. Go Pack Go. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, man. Um, I do what I can. Trying to keep us all <laughs> on the level, so to speak. Um, but thank you. Really, really appreciate it, man. Dave, thank you for the super chat. The pessimistic part of me sees the Bucks stopping the roam with a light box and playing a lot of too high and heating up Rodgers in obvious passing situations, I believe, is what you mean. Dave? That is exactly what I see happening. I really hope the Packers shock the world. I really hope the Packers make me like completely question everything I thought about them coming into this game. But yeah, that's exactly what I see them being able to stop things without committing safeties. Vita Vey owning up front, uh, getting into third and long and Todd Bowles just going to town. Yes. I see a lot of that in our future for Sunday afternoon. I hate it, but that's where I'm living. Uncultured. Thanks to the super chat. In honor of Soder, bonus jams are taking it to the streets, long train running, China Grove, Blackwater, and listen to the music. Pappy's. I love that Soder is now forever associated with the Doobie Brothers. It's so great. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, There's still Goblin and Julio, but no Evans. Uh, Matt, I don't know about Goblin or Julio. Um, I haven't seen the latest updates from Tampa, but I know Julio missed, uh, both Julio and Goblin missed the last game, and I'm not so sure they're 100% for this game. And Evans is definitely out. Um, His suspension was upheld by the NFL yesterday. Um, So he will not be playing on Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Zero. Time to panic. See, only Facebook could come up with that comment. That would never come from YouTube. Only Facebook would say time to panic. Because it's not. Not even close. About anything. About anything. And I say this on a blanket level. Think of a thing. It is not time to panic about it. Not yet. Julio and Goblin didn't practice today. Well, there you go. Doesn't does that feeling good for their possibility of playing? And that's why I'm saying, like, you know, this offensive kind of approach probably from both teams is probably going to look pretty similar. I would suspect. Now, who knows about the Packers? Man, they could come out five wide for all I could, you know for all I know, and I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't shock me at all. Up. This is a game I want them to lean into A.J. Dillon. I want them to pound the rock, get Aaron Jones loose on a screen or an angle route or something, but you send them vertical. I don't care, but, yeah, this is a game where I want to get physical and got to understand that it's going to take, you know, some really ugly-looking drives, but if you can you know, control the football, stay at least somewhat consistent in the uh, a bit ahead of the sticks, although that's never a certain thing against this D and most of all, protect the football. I mean, you don't have to go much further back than that last meeting two years ago when Rodgers threw the pick six and then threw another interception and it was over. I mean, it was over and that was after they were up 10, nothing. And then the pick six happens. And then he throws another interception. They get the ball back in the, you know, basically the five yard line. I think it was and game over. So yeah, they, uh, they got to take care of the football. That's an obvious thing. This defense has done an amazing job of taking the ball away already through two games. going to be a tough, tough assignment. Ed, thanks for the Super Chat. Why didn't I think of the simple pause tip? Thanks. Best thing in the 80s was V leaving the Bears for Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, Wayne does a phenomenal job, as does Rock. I love listening to both of them. But yeah, man, pause on the TV. It's God's gift. Do it. Uh, uncultured. Thanks for the Super Chat. Even though Tampa has all those offensive players out, I remember Brad Hoover was just talking about that game with my butt a couple hours ago. Thanks, Uncultured. Here's my thing. We always, as Packers fans, get so excited when the opponents have, like, star players missing or they're out either due to suspension or injury or what have you. Man, some of you do not remember, maybe some of you were not born, when Jason Garrett, as a third-string quarterback, was the starter for the Cowboys on Thanksgiving and Packers fans everywhere. were like, we're finally going to beat the Cowboys. And then Jason Garrett went out there and balled out and made us look ridiculous. Never again. Will I ever fall for the, well, they're superstars out. So clearly the Packers are on the road to victory. Uh, no, got to play the game. Got to show up and play for 60 minutes between the white lines whoever's names are out there, it doesn't matter. Gotta play, gotta win. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. Can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel. And by the way, if you're going to be in London, because I've had a couple people ask me, if you're going to be in London for the Packers game, that Friday afternoon, Corey and I will be at the Dog and Duck on October 7th, Friday afternoon at 4 p.m., the Dog and Duck in London. Join us for a pint. Come on by. We're going to be having some pints. Hope you will be, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mark your calendar. October 7th, at four, starting at 4. We'll be there for a few hours. So if you're going to be, you know, take some time. Don't rush. We'll be there for a while. But hope you can join us in London for a pint. And then on Saturday, this Saturday, head on out to Scout. If you're in the Milwaukee area, head to Shorewood. Saturday... From five to eight PM, Corey and I hanging out, drinking some carry the G. Hope you'll join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Whatever you're doing, just pause. Remember, it's not time to panic. It's not time to panic. It's going to be all right. I promise. All right, everybody. I'm out of here. Have a great day. Go, Pat. Go. <laughs>